Blog Talk Radio. Baker Psychic Hour. Hello. I forgot the order in which we're supposed to announce the show. Usually I say hi first, but anyway, whatever. It's a different order today. We do have a caller in the queue, 630. We will be with you shortly. And uh, uh, as we were talking about last show, I'm using a wonderful sentence filler to precede the announcement of the call-in number for those who have not joined us today. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. So please, join us. Give us a call. And you may also follow us on social media. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, where you may follow us as well. And um, what else? Um, 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 I'm losing my thoughts. Anything else we need to tell people, Neil? No. So I will not continue to stammer here. I will bring on the caller. Link to our blog talk radio profile. They can follow us there. Follow us on our pages on Facebook and Twitter. I think that's what I meant to say. I am operating on a headache. So not thinking totally clearly. Hi, 630. Hi. Hey. It's Dion. I know Dion. Dion, how are you? I'm good. I um right now I just actually Well, wait, first to... first wait, 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 wait. First just talk right into your receiver because you're kind of like in and out. Am I Okay, hold on. I'll get my headphones. Let me grab my headphones. That might be worse. I don't know. Okay, there you go. How how is it now? That's better, actually. Is it better? Yeah. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, everything's good. I just submitted my paperwork this morning for the new place. So you haven't been actually approved yet for that new place? No, because Wisconsin has to transfer the paperwork into the new county and then the new county has to approve it and then I go from there. But the person that you are renting from has essentially affected I mean especially I mean I'm sorry she's accepted you into the apartment contingent on all these other factors occurring. Correct. All the steps. 
So she's already, you're already approved by the land, uh, landlady, I guess, or property manager, but you're waiting for the process of the other, uh, of the other, the paperwork to happen. Yes. So what is the expectation? Have you had a project? projected time frame on when, how long that's going to occur? Are you going to need to stay in your extended stay longer? Yeah, so I extended my extended stay another week. Okay. Just because the weird, I already know what the experience is working with people from the housing authority. They're just in no hurry to do right. anything. Yeah, I know. And so, I mean, I can pray that it goes fast, but you know, they only work four days a week. They don't work on Fridays. That's nice. Lucky them. Four days a week. So what is your question? When is it going to no, happen? No, I just called to listen. Oh, I really okay. didn't have any questions. I just well, called okay. to listen because I had actually have a chance for a minute, for for the first time in a long time, I just have a chance to like kind of listen instead of like having such anxiety over everything. I mean, when is it going to happen? It'll probably happen when it's supposed to happen. The hard part of it is really over, you know. I mean, obviously, I would love for it to happen like this week, but I don't know. I, yeah, I just it was, really called just to listen and learn from you two. Well, it was stressful going through that. She's twelve five seventy three. She's compounded twenty eight ten one. It was stressful getting you through that because there were a lot of unknowns and different decisions you made as far as where you were going to stay and you know staying different Airbnbs. But once we got you settled, things started unfolding in a more uh in, in in more of a flow so yeah I, i'm really grateful for that you know uh dion it's it's not atypical or or extraordinary that going through um earth problems one that's the root system so you're grounding on the earth is has basically been compromised by probably past life stuff because you're compounded so that the 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 energy of of past lives has gone over the rim it it's accumulated to such an extent that you are having to move all around well the east coast because you have different karma going on well south i mean it's on the east south, south east southeast and you you have to kind of get through it. So this is all a result of that kind of journey you've been on, not not excluding the one that you're currently in in this lifetime, which is also you know having your foundation ripped apart with your family business and and going you know investigative energy is like digging. So that's the earth. So you're probably you're probably on on task. Even if it is difficult, it is your journey and your task to do this. Yeah. Um, 
Christian once mentioned to me that, I don't know if it was true or not, but that maybe there was a reference that if, that if it doesn't flow right, it isn't right. Well, I don't know. You know, we our whole earth is based on conflict. Everything is based on conflict, survival. I mean, for, for things to flow beautifully is the exception. But even then, something always bounds to happen. So there's nothing extraordinary about having difficulties and still saying, I'm in alignment. There's a beautiful, the beautiful sense of alignment is that we are human beings who are adaptable. And we're supposed to be able to get through. The beautiful sense of alignment is balance. You balance the yin and yang and negative the positive. Your journey is an exception. You know, you should should read Travels with Charlie by John Steinbeck. He traveled across the United States with his poodle. And boy, I tell you, he made a wonderful book. But you should read that book because he did that by election. He didn't have to. You know, your journey is you got your buddy with you. And you're traveling around and trying to find residents, trying to find vouchers, trying to find a place to live, a job. It is your life. This is it. What you got to do to get through it is remain obviously positive, uh, have faith, take each day with a breath of acceptance, let it flow through you. And our prediction is, Basically, our prediction is you're going to succeed. And we've been pretty darn good about getting you through this mess. You know, I know Kristen's been hands-on, and, but, but it doesn't mean I'm not involved, too. I hear about it. I, I, you know, I get a sense of what to do. I, help. I, I have conversations with Kristen about approaches and what to do. So you have a good team, and we'll get through it. And thank you very, very, very much. I'm extremely appreciative um, to the both of you for all the time and effort and energy that you have put towards helping me. Um, You really helped me. Kristen set me straight, and I am very grateful because I wouldn't even be in this position right now in 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 a state of calmness if it wasn't for all that she has done. And I know that you have helped too, but mainly I've been, um, you know, messaging Kristen. And I just wanted to say thank you. You have no idea how much I appreciate you. Really, thank you. Well, I, you know, I mean, that, we, always, we always are grateful for, for positive feedback, and our aim is to help everybody that we reach on the radio and otherwise. And, and you know, and, us offering our support is our pleasure. So I mean, you went way out of your way to help me. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I would still be driving around, wasting gas, crying my eyes out in a hot car with my dog. Like yeah. you went above and beyond and way out of your way to help me and just to help me and to have that support at a time when I really needed it from, like, you know, we just know each other from the radio. So yeah. my sincere gratitude to the both of you for all that you have done to help me and, and Cupid survive 
relocation. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be good. And, you know, even if everything isn't great in, in this place that you move into, remember, not everything, as Neil said, just flows when it's – what am I trying to say? Just because there isn't a flow doesn't mean it's not what you're supposed to be going through or it's not right. We have to get through karma on this earth. You carried a lot of karma into the earth with you. You are a one, as Neil said. You've got a one, two, that's foundation, relationship. That's on your karmic side of your birth date. It's a broken up eight, which, I mean, explains the whole family situation where you lost a fortune, essentially. Um, but, but had it when you were a child. Your, your higher number is eight, so that's a money number. But it, it's broken up by one, two, five, and, and indeed you ended up uh, you ended up losing it. So you you have conflict, but I, I I didn't lose it. It was stolen from me. Well, you lost. Not well, like I blew it. Thing. I didn't blow yeah. it like on on like privilege no, stuff or no, taken no. from me. Absolutely not. No, we didn't mean to imply that. It was stolen from you. But 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 it but this is part of your karmic journey. Well, so, before you know it, uh, Cupid will be drawing back his bow. She's going to fall in love with a dog. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what's next. Well, you know that song. Cupid yeah. Draw back. Draw, draw back, back your bow. You know, just hang in there. We we see your journey and we see the obstacles, but that's like playing. That's like saying, you know, I want to play the game of Monopoly, but I don't want to land on any bad squares. Well, good luck. But in the meantime, just you know, just accept it. Accept your journey. You can journal every day about what you've gone through. Keep a a a Dion log, like Captain Kirk. Yeah, I regret the times that I should have journaled traveling and and so on and so forth and didn't. And so some memories I wish I had have been lost because of the fact that I didn't record. So definitely a good idea to journal. But that yeah, is that not is a good idea. From, yeah, it's a good idea, but it's not coming from the Archangel Michael. Someone will get that joke. It I know there's someone that will well, listen you know, to the show and get that joke. I'll tell you. Talking about Steinbeck, he wrote a whole, there's a whole published book called Notes from a Journal, and it is his, a collection of his observations throughout life. You should take a look at it. Steinbeck's Travels with Charlie and Steinbeck's uh, Notes from a Journal. And keeping a journal is important because it's a document of what you're experiencing. So you talk about your day briefly, and then you talk about your observations. Plus, it will help you with your writing. I mean, that, that you know, journaling, consistently writing, even if it's just in a journal format, will, will just, you know, help to, help to get you to be a better writer, which is what you want to do ultimately, I mean, aside from what you already published, you know. Also, you know, real briefly, Dion, Cupid will pick up on your mood, mm-hmm. and you want to make it seem like it's fun. It's fun. 
because you don't need okay. you don't need suddenly to get into a vet bill. So you no. wanna you wanna make sure that you know, just accept it. Picture you know, you want you're a documentary picture you got the camera on you and the camera's filming you. And your your role in this scene is to be optimistic, um, positive, humorous, playful. Let's go with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I did get very lucky um, on somebody giving me a chance. And um, But if it wasn't for Kristen, I wouldn't be here where I am right now because I couldn't even think enough to even, I I just couldn't even think. Thank you so much, Kristen, because you helped straighten me out mentally. And I will do that. I will, I'll make it fun. I'll make it fun. It's a lot more fun now that we're sitting in conditioning. Yeah. It's hard when you're in the heat. I mean, I struggle with it myself. When you're in the heat and you're driving around and you've got an animal to take care of and you don't have a foundation, a a base. So now you're settled at least for a certain period of time and then the paperwork will go through and then you'll be in your new place, a new beginning for you. Awesome. Yes. Okay. And I will stay in touch with you both. Thank you so much for everything. You're welcome. You should listen to that song, by the way. It was a safe cook. Okay. Cupid. I think it's called Cupid, right? Yeah, Cupid Drawback. No, it's not called Cupid Drawback. No. But anyway, I, it, Sam Cook Cupid. Hold on a sec. Okay. I'm going to check. Sam Cook was a short order cook. Uh, <laughs> worked at McDonald's. Yeah, it's called Cupid. Yeah. Cupid by Sam Cook, and he's got a sweet voice. It's beautiful. Okay, thanks for calling. You can stay on and listen if you want. Yes, I will. Thank you. We've got someone in the chat. Hi. It's I. You know, it's difficult for me to see because my. Um, I don't have the proper glasses on. I need a new prescription. So I'm going to say hello to our chatter. KTPQ is our chatter. Radio station. It sounds like it. Um, KTPQ. Yeah, it's a radio station. They play yeah. astral music. <laughs> Better um, than astral music. Uh, the angels four, the the cumulus clouds five. So mm-hmm. uh, you know when you when you know, your, the first chakra is a strange chakra because we need it, but it can be quite challenging. So they left we, after we, I said hello. By who? the way, the the chatter said what? They left. They I, they left. Yeah. Oh, clouds drifted. Um, she went to go look at both clouds now. <laughs> but, both uh, sides now of the clouds. Oh, yeah. But the... But, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, the clouds are mentioned in that song. Yeah. Clouds. Well, clouds. the uh, the first chakra, first chakra, it's our foundation. I, I mean, it is our foundation. And that means that it's the foundation of our body. It, 
it really occupies from the soles of the feet to the first chakra. Um, and it, it it's a it's an odd chakra because it it establishes like the heart it establishes a sense of uh, stability foundation and what it does is it creates a, 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 our sense of presence on the earth now. You got to think about this very carefully because even let's let's talk a little bit more graphically. Even in the primitive animal world, when they eliminate, when they go to the bathroom in the wild, it it leaves a trace of who and where they are in terms of foundation, in terms of territory. So in many cases, they cover it up. Because, one, they don't want predators to know where they are. But, two, it gives them a sense of security. So why, you would say, well, why? Then why not just let it all be there, you know? Brag about it. But the, the attitude of that is beware when you're asleep. So animals cover it up because they're thinking, if I go to sleep, and an animal smells this, they're going to come around and find me. And I can't have that. i got to get some sleep. So they will leave their marking, not only saying this is my territory, but also saying I am secure here. So it's kind of their awkward way of having it both ways. Now, what we do, believe it or not, the addresses of our home is first chakra. Our mailboxes are first chakra. Yeah, well, yeah, so is our bathroom. Yeah, yeah you, you often use the mailboxes as well. Yeah. It's, it's convenient when you're outside. And why? <laughs> it's a nice, nice, nice love letter to leave well, for I the postman. The, I heard the postman, uh, <laughs> he does do pickups. So we're, well, I'm, I'm trying to save the ocean from flowing, overflowing. But the uh, hey, Mr. Postman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, deliver the litter. The sooner the better. Uh, but the um, attitude that we 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 don't really realize just how important and how very in various forms our first chakra exists. Our first chakra is is really the first thing that wakes us up. It's not our head. It's not our, especially it really? as gas. <laughs> it will wake you up. It wakes up everybody around you. Um, okay. I cannot deal with bathroom humor, as you know. And I don't know why we have evolved on the show having bathroom humor as part of the topic Well, at hand. I, I don't well, like it. it. it listen. Um, I mean, I'm more. That goes all the way back to. Uh, I tend to be more crude with Chaucer and all kinds of writers bathroom humor. Well, good for them. Um, Chaucer was famous for it. Um, But it it is. So, so. Well, let's see what his birthday is. I wonder if he has. Chaucer? Yeah. Well, we've got to go back to the 1400s. Well, I wonder if he has any ones in his birthday. Uh, 
Ah, uh, what? So when we wake up, we're actually yeah. establishing our foundation. Yeah, he was born in October. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, see. I, I Keep talking. So we were... So well, as soon as we wake up, we're involved in the first chakra. Because we are, we are establishing the fact that we exist and that we are up on the planet. And then you start to move forward into, you know, establishing your day. But uh, also what happens with the first chakra is not just in terms of home, but it also is, uh, it, it assumes a sense of occupation, our job. Anything that secures our foundation, which could even be relationship ultimately is traced or rooted to the first chakra. But then you have to think to yourself that the first chakra, is it the beginning or, no pun intended, the end? If we count upward, the first chakra is the first chakra. But in life, we tend to count downward because, for instance, we eat food, okay, fifth chakra, or we want food, sixth chakra, we may pray about it, seventh chakra. We eat it, fifth chakra. It stimulates our heart and controls our body functions and all that, our heart rate, our blood rate, respiratory, nutrients. So we're getting into the fourth chakra. Then we break it Lands down. into our stomach. Three. Three. Two. Well, I don't know. Let, let the rivers flow. And then one. Out. Out, out we go. So you see, it's not. It, it could also be. It could also be referred to as the seventh chakra. I think you should work at a preschool. Yeah. Um, one, one, out we go. It sounds like you know your toilet training. Toddlers. Yeah. Where it lands, nobody knows. Especially if you're. But okay. It, it, when Please. when we're looking at the first chakra, we can see it as the first chakra. Or we can see it as the seventh if we're counting downward. And that's what makes our energy circular. What makes it eternal. Because if, if, if one is seven and seven is one, then we think of life as being an eternal circle. And if life is an eternal circle, well, obviously it can't be through the body because the body dies. So the eternal circle of life involves, one, the soul, and once we get through the business of karma forever, pure spirit. That's where the circular energy is and where eternity exists, where there are really no numbers. There are really no numbers in the spiritual realm. There's numbers in the soul realm and in some of the astral fields. But, um, but when you get way up there, way up there, well, we can't even imagine what it is. You know, let's just say it's light. Well, let me tell you, uh, actually, no it's funny no, that no you hours. mentioned this because I, I was explaining something to a friend and she, she asked me, well, how many levels are there in the spiritual realm? I was talking about our master numbers and, you know, where we came from and the third you know, Neil's a seven and I'm three. 
which, by the way, Dion happens to have in her birth stage. You know, we're connected by past life to a lot and most of our callers and our clients. So that's why we see these numbers show up in their birth dates and there's all kinds of correlations. But anyway, I was explaining, you know, me being on the third level in the celestial realm and you being on the seventh level. And she said, well, how many levels are there? And I said, well, you know, my explanation was crude. There really aren't levels in the celestial realm. There aren't levels. There aren't numbers. So it just kind of um, relates to It's not so much n- numbers or letters as it is levels. frequency of levels. vibration. Uh, the the higher you go into the astral realm, the the, very, the various forms of vibration are achieved until there is just the sound of eternity. And we don't know really what that sounds like, except if we signify a consciousness of silence. Well, you but know, it's all enveloped in the same concept. I find it kind of scary. I mean, I've always kind of found it kind of scary to... Imagine being in such a state that you're not you're you're completely one with everything. So there's not this division, and you know, you know what I'm saying. Being with being with a person on the planet, obviously you have company, and so you know you transcend together, say as twin souls, and then you get higher and higher up into the energy and become eventually one, and then there's no separation anymore. There's no separation, there's no struggle, there's no sense of survival, but there's, there's nothing to do. There's no sense of identity the, anymore uh, either. Essence of the of, of existence. So you could be a, just there, not doing anything, but the sense of existing in eternity, which would be so mind-blowing. We can't even conceive of it. You know, we might go, well, we'll get it. let's sit down and meditate and close our eyes and try to erase our mind of everything. Let's, let's become Buddha. Well, it's not even that. Because you're still contained in the body. You're still using your brain to get to that state. Right. In the, in the absolute sense of eternity, there is no brain operation. Even what I'm saying is like... Consider you and I transcending. At some point, at some point, there will be no awareness of one another. Right? Not in the sense of a conscious awareness. Right. It isn't when you get up there, there's no consciousness that equates to what we consider to be consciousness. Right. So that's what is a little bit... Because you're in the eternal state. You know, it's hard. It, it, how are you going to explain it? You know, when, when you look at jellyfish, they have no brains. And yet they move, but they have no brains. They sure know how now, to they, You know, is there, is there some sort of stimulus response? Yeah, there's stimulus response. And they still consume by vibration and you know, the tentacles and everything, and their, their primitive digestive tract. Okay. But we got a caller. We have a caller. We're getting into biology. So fun. Hi there. Hello. Who's calling? Linda. 
I'm sorry, your name again is a little bit fuzzy. Uh, Linda. Linda? Are you calling from Florida? Is this or New York? I can't remember what three four seven is. Or none of the above. New York. Okay. Okay, I'm getting. What's your question, uh, Linda? I, I, at birthday too. I'm getting a two. Yeah, I'm getting a two around I her. I think you've called the show before. I recognize your voice. I'm getting a two around her. I think. I'm, I'm getting a two. What's your birthday? Um, it's in April. April. What? Do you want to yeah. tell us your birthday? Um, April tenth. Year. Uh, ninety six. Yeah. And she's a thirty one four, right? Wait. Five fifteen. Thirty. Thirty plus three. Okay. Uh, you got to talk right into. You got to talk right close so we can hear your voice. And then we want to hear what your question is. Well, I'm so I got a two around her, so I'm wondering if there's some kind of problem in her relationship situation. But I'm also getting a problem with her foundation. There's something going on in your living situation that's not going well. But go ahead. Um, I want to start an event, but I want to know if I'm making enough money for the event. In the event? You got to talk louder. I, my hearing isn't so good. You can talk much louder and talk real close to the receiver. I, I say I want to know if I'll make enough money for this event, from this event that I'm um, starting. We're losing you. you. If you don't talk right in, we can't hear you. You want to know if you'll make enough money doing what? I want to make money from this event that I started. Oh, okay. You're starting an event. Well, the event that you're starting, I get a good vibe on. So the event itself is good. Then we got to decide if, if it's an event that makes money. But the event itself, I mean, I don't know exactly what it is, but I get a good vibration around it. So what does the event consist of? A uh, party. I mean, what is a party? Like you guys are going to start dancing? Yeah. It's just an event to get together and dance? Yeah, but I want to make money from the, from the place. Well, how, how did you get this event started? Are you in the event business? What What... How 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 did this manifest? It's a party. It's just a party that I'm throwing. Okay, where are you? And where are you throwing it? In Brooklyn, New York. Right, but like, is it a rented building or is it at your home? Do you have a home? No, it's going to be a rented building. A rented building. Well, you know, what's interesting, Linda. You, in here in California, we have the LA Times. And forget about the topic, but today in the paper, they were talking about club parties that uh, yeah, queer right. Asians yeah. uh, go to for comfort level, and they dance and get together. 
and it was just now today in the paper. It's actually right now in our line of sight. Yeah, we're looking at it. Yeah. And we're looking at it right the now. There's people dancing, and I guess these particular people are Asian Americans, and they're queers, and they just found a place to all meet and have a good time. Okay, so that might be an omen that you're going to um, – what you can do is ask for donations, like $10, $20, $5, you ask for donations to, to help support the uh, event. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And most people can afford $5, $10. You can make it selective, but you could say, look, a minimum of 10 or a minimum of 5 and more if you feel inclined. Is there going to be alcohol served at this event? Do you have a bar? Uh, yes. You do. And what kind of people are you trying to attract? Uh, all over. Everybody? Yeah. Okay. Sure. You're like, talk into the receiver. Um, I'm trying to like attract all over. It's going to be like an open party for anyone to come. Anyone. Anyone. Yes. So you got to give it. Listen, Linda, there's a lot of background noise. You got to give it a name. Like every like call it everyone's party or wow. or the world get together. So you got to give it a name. Wow. So that they can identify the event with a title. You can call it whatever you want. But you got to give it a name. Do you have names in mind? Yeah. No, I don't have anything in mind. Well, you got to think of something. So, Linda, anything that I said before, I mean, I know we're kind of veering off the subject of the event, but since we dealt with that a little, anything going on in your home, a lack of stability? Where are you living? Um, in Brooklyn, New York. I live in an apartment. You live in an apartment? Is everything yes. kosher there? I mean, my room is not clean. <laughs> what? Your room is not clean? <laughs> no. <laughs> your room is not clean. Well, that's not that's not so bad. Or, do you have a roommate? No, I live with my parents. Oh, you live with your parents. Yeah. Well, were you ever homeless before? Uh. When I left my mom's house and I went to the shelter, yeah. Yeah, so you were homeless before. You were homeless before, but you moved back home. So, yeah, you're back on your feet. You have a brother? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And are are you working aside from this event throwing? Yeah, I'm working. Where are you working? What's your job? Um, security. Yo, security for events. Yeah, she's called us before. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what gave you the idea for this event? What What made you want to do it? I was trying to make money. Yeah, but 
there's all, you can make money all different kinds of ways. What made you want to think it should be an event where everybody gets together and dances and have a good time? Um, because I think that's my type of my type of thing. I like partying. Oh, okay. Well, do you know of anybody that can help you? I'm looking for someone to help me. Okay, we'll put out energy that you find somebody that will help you, that you ask for, that you, what building have you, are you planning? Do you have a building in mind? Yeah, I do. Okay. And do you have a drinking permit? Alcohol permit? Oh, uh, no. You got to well, get you that. you can't serve alcohol without a permit. Well, the bar is connected to the place. Oh, okay. Oh, so the place has a permit. Oh, so you got a you have a place that's connected to a bar. I see. Yeah. So you want to rent the space and have a party there. Yeah. I. See. Okay. Well, then you're at a good. You're off to a good start, Linda. Um, your numbers suggest a kind of a good energy of that kind of thing. So there's no problem there. When do you plan on doing it? Uh, next month. Okay, so we'll put out energy that you start to find a lot of people. And if you can do it under the um, jurisdiction of the bar that has a permit, do they know you want to do it? Have they given you approval? Um. I know the person that, that that owns the place. Oh, good. Okay, so you're off and running. Okay, so we'll put out energy, and you asked us if you would make money. Yeah, start asking. you got to ask for donations to be in the party. Is this, does the bar, ha, does the bar have charge. a party room uh, where they do dancing for free, or are you going to create one yourself? No, I'm going to create it myself. The bar, they get paid with their own money. Whoever buys it, that's going to be their money. Okay. I think you're going to do okay. So let's put out energy that gets you started, and you're going to have a good – it's going to be a big event. Start putting out flyers and get the word out and donations at the door, $10. That's not much. Yeah. And uh, let's see how it goes. Okay, good luck. Good. Take care. Okay. We've got 15 minutes, 14 minutes, 13 minutes, really, because we get our warning oh. at a minute 30. So I don't know. We were talking about, I don't know. You were talking. I was, we're talking about the first chakra and what the level of security is and what it really means. And we're we're ended the discussion talking about consciousness and jellyfish and <laughs> what it is to be an organism without particularly a brain. Um, not to mention the scarecrow. If I only uh, had a brain. But the position of being in, to, in, in, the, in the total essence of pure existence 
is something we really can't, well, we can imagine it, but we really can't can't experience experience it it as long as we're in the body. And I think that's just a bit scary for me. There's something that's scary about it for me. Probably because of, um, probably because I'm on the planet. So I don't have an idea of what it will be like. Well, but to to have that separation, to have that, I mean, it's not separation because you're obviously, obviously in one with spirit. But I think of separating from you or being not having consciousness of you. And that's scary. Well, you see, fear comes from the direction of the body. Fear is produced by the body. And so we, our bodies occupy a sense of fear. When we let, when we are done with our bodies, when we're, now that's not to say that in the soul existence, in the astral existence, even in the spirit existence, there's awareness. There's the cosmic brain and cosmic consciousness. But when you, but when you released all of that, there isn't love, there isn't fear, there isn't want or desire or pleasure. There's a no, you no longer have awareness of these things. You've transcended everything, so you're just there. But to get there takes a long time because there's so many levels. Which... <laughs> but that's 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 almost. I mean, it takes a long time. But we're talking about we're talking about omnipresence. No. no. So, well, so I mean, you know, what it's I like... what I mean to say is that there's a sense of eternity, and there's a sense of eternity. So the absolute sense of eternity is arranged in that way. Look, obviously we know there's a sense of time in the astral plane. There's a sense of of a duration and a measurement of seconds, minutes, days, hours, whatever. Jews wandering in the desert for 40 years, according to God. Well, that's time. Uh, Christ rising three days, that's time. So there is a sense of time in the universe, even in the, in the astro- kingdom of God. In there the is a sense realm, of time. yes, there is a sense of time. But when you get to that highest level, time, there's no time. No, no. There is no. You're you're ultimately so far out there that it, we can't even. As soon as you start to cons- think about it, you're not there. It's not a thought process. So you, you, we can't, it's not even worth talking about because you're, you're not going to, you can't even say you're not going to know until you get there because there's no knowing this. It's just existence without anything attached to it, even the fact of consciousness. But that is not something we need to worry about, at least in our lifetime if if we do a great job down here, we'll reach some lower plane of the astral world. We might even reach what people consider to be, quote, heaven. But there is well beyond that. Heaven is still a, a, a human 
first league terminology. And we don't, you know, there was war in heaven, according to the New Testament. So it can't be that perfect. And Meaning there's duality in the heavenly sphere that we refer to as heaven. Yeah. See, the Bible refers to as heaven. Heaven is not perfection. And heaven is not the ultimate. It can't, like we said, we can't talk about what is higher. We, we have no concept. And it doesn't even require a concept. The only thing we can do is get out our chisel and our, our hammer and just say, well, it has to do with the absolute. It has to do with non-consciousness existence. Something, you know, we elaborate with some kind of word decoration. But, then but you- there's nothing that will ultimately describe it until <laughs> until we're no longer thinking. So then we talk about the war in heaven and then proceeding that was the creation of Earth. In getting into the idea of why Earth was created and why this planet of duality was created with such strife and suffering, and how Adam and Eve were well, in the Garden of Eden and doing just fine, and yeah, but according to the crude translation, God made man in the image of, of himself. God. So if God made, quote, man, woman too, in the image of himself, there's conflict. There's got to be conflict. Because how can you You create something in the likeness of yourself without there being some trait or or some contribution of of the energy of what is is the creator? Aside from the fact that then they were instructed not to eat of the tree of life or the yeah, tree of knowledge and because they would be knowledge. like be like one of us which would suggest he why would god make man man quote man in his likeness if god didn't want man to eat of the tree of knowledge and the tree of life because they would be like one of us well that's a contradiction there yeah i mean you know, when, of course, when you start thinking about this this narrative in the in the Genesis, it's so full of holes. It, it's worse than a, a bad street. It, it's just potholes all over the place, and most people will just raise their hand and go, "Faith, gotta have faith." Yeah, <laughs> what is you know, George like, Michael? <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, but and and maybe you do. But logically speaking, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. And then to have the serpent in the garden. And, I mean, it's just, what in the heck was he thinking? So, uh, of course, it's, you know, some people would say, well, it's an elaborate fable. It's a way to, you know, every culture has their own sense of creation, whether it was a big bird that did it or God. But, the waters. but then you, you know, you have to, cons- you have to think a God that is a purely good God would, uh, how, would, would, would a divine spiritual, all, I mean, a good 
well-intentioned God create an earth with such conflict and duality? Would would he do that? His intention. So obviously his intention was to create a sense of well-being underlying the this a sense of, of of falling of the fall of mankind they call it you know the expulsion from the garden of eden you know wherever this garden may happen to be but the and whatever that might mean in terms of a garden yeah i think they the, i think he really ate the euphemisms well maybe you know, the Garden of Eden may be considered like the restroom. Go to the restroom. <laughs> you know, if you told the Martian, oh, he's in the restroom right now. Well, God took a rest. God took a rest from his creation. Is he in the restroom too? It, it, yeah, he's in that little... And if, God is, and if God is so powerful, why does he need to rest? Yeah, I mean, it goes on and on uh, and on. recycle all these absurdities and illogical conclusions. And then you just reach out for Galileo and Asimov and it's Carl Sagan and Darwin and everybody else. And you go, and maybe they're right. Well, the the idea is that everybody's right because there's something has. It's it's not just entropy where things are broken down, but it's the sense of internal combustion. It's the sense of spontaneous the spontaneous explosion the big bang the idea that that energy was created by an explosion but what created the energy and it goes on and on and on you're going to be looping all your life trying to figure it out and you're going to you get, never it's going to throw you, you know, for a loop it, yeah <laughs> and it, it i'm will. quoting someone it will <laughs> it will know. throw you for a loop but Ultimately, Ultimately, I think we have to deal with the with the parameters of of trying to be on the earth and to be a spiritual as, thinking and inclined to spiritual aspects as much as we can, and then from there work our way down until we get to the sense of survival and all the primitive things that keep us alive: eating, working, things like that, getting a job. It all boils down, like we said at the beginning of this show, to the first chakra. Okay. Well, we are out of time, and I don't know. And why are we back on the air tomorrow or Wednesday? Maybe tomorrow? Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. maybe tomorrow. Okay. Thanks, callers, and uh, our brief chatter who scurried out of the chat room when I called him or her out. Anyway, so we'll talk to you soon. Tomorrow or or Wednesday. Bye-bye. Wait, I I got it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.